Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Come on. Who's ready Come to on. rock? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll say this. Of all the football games I've seen on a Thursday night before, that was one of them. That's for sure. <laughs> that, uh, that was, uh, man, oh, man. Oh, what a joke! What are that, we? What uh, a joke. Man, that's great. <laughs> what what that's a joke! Great. What about the two teams can, playing? Can, yeah, well, the Bears. You know, they they won last night and they won potentially the uh, first overall pick, or maybe even a better chance of getting it. I hey, should say. I'll say this: there were no turnovers. So if you're into turnover-free football, there there was that positive. <laughs> it reminded me a little no bit of turnover. Iowa football. A lot of punts going on too. You know. By the way, have you seen? The total for the Iowa Rutgers game this weekend is at twenty eight. <laughs> Keep point, setting records. Oh the over under was at twenty eight last I saw. <laughs> Sam, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> I mean, Rutgers has a good defense too. So yeah, it's going to be like thirteen to ten. Rutgers is pretty good. Yeah, they've survived. They're in the pretty East. good. Yeah, well, listen, uh, we'll get to uh, Rutgers and Iowa with a full comprehensive breakdown. Coming up <laughs> I hour, mean, that's more interesting the than the game last night. Oh, you, you, weren't, uh, you weren't fascinated by uh, the guy Sam calls Bajent Orange, uh, Tyson Bajent. Yes, and Bri- yes, he used it. And Bryce Young uh, <laughs> going uh, mono mano last night in that, that slugfest at Soldier Field. I mean, I just Sam thought it was so more interesting. I know. That's amazing. I thought it was more interesting to see them highlighting his father, you know, doing his over-the-top action. You know, I thought that was really, you know. Did we have that in the uh, over-unders in terms of if that would happen, how many times, or would they talk about uh, his dad arm wrestling? No, I think we missed that on that been one. one. We missed on that one. That should have been By the way, one. that story's getting a little played out now. It's like, we get it. Yeah. Do we need to be reminded every <laughs> single time that he arm wrestled when we see him? <laughs> yes, you. because it's more interesting than the game. Uh, he, look, he's done well, man. His, his son's been in a spot where he's he stepped up and he's helped the Bears offensively. You know, get, get some wins. You know, the Bears are kind of hanging around with three wins, right? Uh, I'm not really sure how else you'd describe that 
team right now. Uh, like to, the bigger story to me isn't so because look, Justin Fields is probably is most likely going to be back next week, and Tyson Bagent for where he came from and his backstory and all that stuff to playing quarterback in the NFL. It's awesome, and you know he's he's done well enough to where. You know, and you made the point on this, I think, after his first game, Brady, like he's going to set himself up for, a, you know, a, a contract here or there around the league moving forward. Like he's going to make a little bit of money and get to play in the NFL probably as a backup. But he's he's shown well enough that he's going to have that opportunity if, you know, at, at throughout the next couple of years of his career, whether it's in Chicago or anywhere else. So a hundred percent. I mean, he's showcased the ability a, to get his shot the way he played in the preseason. Then now how he's playing the regular season. And, and the other thing, and this is going to come off as probably controversial to some people, but given where he's come from and given that he's not like a, you know, a first round pick or, or kind of bigger name guy to college teams will look at him and they'll like him better as a backup because he's not going to be threatening to whoever the starter is. That's just the truth. They want their room oftentimes to be very, you know, specific as to who's got what job. They don't want them to be gray area. They want to be, hey, you're the backup, you're the starter. They want everything to be copacetic. And when it's not, sometimes, like, those guys won't get along and it, it could be kind of an interesting dynamic in there. So that's the other thing that he's got going for him is because of his performances and all that, he's going to have a shot. He's going to be able to play for a, a long time. Uh, if he continues to do this in preseason and in spot work. But the other thing is, is just the background. Like, they'll say, hey, he's, he's a great backup for us. We love this guy. We, we, we want, every team would want a backup like this, right? He'll, he'll get, start to get that sort of tag, and that'll help him play for a long, long time in the NFL. Did you feel that way about Bryce Young when you were watching him? Yeah, no, that's a different story right now. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Trevor Lawrence, his rookie year. Okay. You know, a lot of people... Trevor was the number one overall pick, and people started to kind of go, oh, my gosh, maybe he's not. Maybe this isn't going to work. Maybe he's not. Like, like you hear a lot of that right now. I mean, Jonas was, was texting me that. So, I mean, there's a lot of people who I'm not sure have bought into right. <laughs> whether or not Bryce Young can be the quarterback that they're hoping he, would, he was going to be. So, it's, it, so you think look, he, he can be – you do think he can be, though. This is just a rocky, a bumpy, bumpy start. Well, I'd say this. I, I think much like Jacksonville, he needs a lot of help around him. You know, Jacksonville went and continued to build out around Trevor Lawrence. You know, they went and traded for Calvin Ridley, who was Jonas's favorite player, who yeah. you know lost on a parlay, which unfortunately caused him to be suspended for a year. Yeah. You know, and, and and not even that he's had like the biggest impact on their team right now. But if you look at what they did around that roster, you know, with him, they continually built around him. So I think it's something very similar that Carolina needs to do to help him out Uh, because their offensive line isn't where it needs to be, and they don't have enough weapons on the outside to help him either. So my thing on the Bryce Young stuff, uh, and by the way, Frank Reich spoke post-game about Bryce Young's performance and talked about his quarterback. Let's take a listen. He made a couple key fourth-down conversions, you know, made some good plays in the clutch. Um, to kind of keep us in it and give us a chance at the end. I thought he did some good things today. I really did. Um, you know, we have to be better. It's so easy to put it all on the quarterback, and that's it's just not the case. We all have to be better. Other than Adam Thielen, what does he got? Like, seriously, like, like what does he have around him? Like, they, they don't really run the ball. Like, they don't, you know, it's Adam Thielen, and, you know, you hope somebody else can make a play. It's not to say that he's playing well, but I, I just look at it and I go, 
Dude, the cupboard's pretty bare there, and it's gonna yeah. it's gonna take a little bit longer than I think a lot of people expected or were hoping for from a number one pick who's in a bad situation. But they, they... hold on, but hold on, Jonas. I want to ask you guys. We just heard Reich give give praise to to Bryson said everyone needs to do better, and a large topic of conversation that we were having was about Reich's uh, his job security. Where do you okay, think so a game talk- like but- that? Where do you think that leaves Reich right now? Well, let's, let's talk about the decision because ultimately that's really what I think people are going to question when you're a head coach and, and you make certain decisions and you don't make others. And throughout the course of the drive, they converted, what, two fourth downs before I think the fourth 10, and he opted to kick a 59-yard field goal instead of trying to go for it on fourth and 10. Now, I don't have an analytics book in front of me. I would imagine that fourth and ten is pretty unlikely you're going to be able to get it, but I would say it's probably equally as unlikely you're going to make a 59-yard field goal on the road. 21% was the uh, the odds of making the kick in that spot. I saw the numbers. So, 21% for a 59-yarder? Right, which didn't seem to be I don't think that's even as high, to that, be honest with you. I, I know. That's just what they were flashing on the screen. So who knows? Could be wrong. Well, the other thing – like, here's the other thing is, like, a fourth and ten for the Panthers and their chances of, of of getting that is probably not as high as a fourth and ten for the Chiefs, right? So how are we compiling our data, right? Is this like general league data that we're flashing on a screen? Like Matt Prater, who's hit probably with the most fifty plus yard field goals, who's currently kicking right now for Arizona in the league, his fifty plus yard kicks or sixty, you know, whatever, versus someone else's is probably a lot different. So I always think it's kind of interesting depending on what stats we're using. Like, how does that really apply to the Panthers? But the point is, in that instance, I think you probably are saying, like, yeah, I know we need a field goal to tie, but, I mean, and Kirk Herbstreit brought this up. The third and ten play before, that's on Bryce. He's got to see the dropper, Sanborn, dropping out. But I also thought the play call was interesting. Like, it, wasn't a play, it was a play call to get the first down, not try to get half back. So it, it led you to think that, they felt like they were going to take a, a shot for a field goal there if they didn't get the third down conversion, which, you know, that's on, that's on Frank Reich. He knows his team. He knows what they're capable of. So uh, you, it, it's hard to second-guess a head coach that when you look at how the, plays, the play calling worked out, it seemed like they already made that decision to kick on third down. And when a fourth down came, it, there wasn't any indecision. They were like, oh, nope, we're, we're close enough. Let's take the shot. I would have probably said, no, we need to be a little bit closer here. Let's let's try to go for a fourth and ten. A little bit closer. (laughs) Have to. It's just a tough kick, man. Yeah, especially in 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 Soldier Field. What so what does it mean? If that's on Reich and Reich says they have to be better and we know what Tepper brings to the table as an owner, I mean, does this it clearly doesn't help, but how much how much more time do you think he has? I would be surprised if David Tepper lacked the ability to read the room so much that he just got rid of Frank Reich after one year. Like, if he hasn't figured out in the NFL, like, hey, man, this this isn't easy. It's going to take a little bit of time. Like, unless he just looks at it and goes, well, you know, the, everybody here likes Steve Wilkes when he was the interim last year, so maybe we should have just kept him. But I, I find it hard to believe he would move on from Frank Reich after one year. But all the things that have happened there this year 
lead me to believe that that's a real possibility, which which is kind of wild that you've got an impulsive owner already. We thought we got we got rid of Dan Snyder and all the other changes that went on with with him throughout the course of the organization that we've laid out on this show. And now you've got David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers who aren't even willing to give Frank Reich any any real time here. He's got one year. He's got a rookie quarterback, a rookie quarterback with nothing around him. And unless I see results, you're out of here. It just it after the Matt Rule debacle, I just I I don't get it. And it seems like we that might really be a possibility at this point. It's weird. Mm. It's a weird spot for him to be in. But listen, could be worse. All right, you could uh, you could be losing your first pick. Oh, never mind, they already did. So that pick's gone. Oh, the wow. Chicago Bears. Wow, uh, that's a wrap on that one. Also, how about the fact that in that spot when the Bears had the ball on third down, I thought for sure they were going to run it and just play the clock. Uh, and that and Luke Getzey calls up a pass play, and Tyson Bajet picks up the first down. In what yeah. probably was ballsy not throw, by the way. I mean, threaded the needle there to Mooney, and Mooney took a shot. By the way, I mean, wh- why why is he not running the ball there? Like, just gr- grind the clock down. Because that's what the Bears do, man. Yeah, the Bears don't grind it out. Yeah, they go win it. the football game. Yeah. That's what you should be proud <laughs> as a Bears fan. Nah, listen, uh, you should be. Pr- that was like you know what they did. Us. No, listen. Hey, you know what they did? They turned the hat. They flipped the switch, and they went over the top. Yeah, great call. That is a great call. I'll tell you what, I'll claim the Bears as soon as they get good again. It's like having a friend who's a drug addict. You know, he could be your best friend in the world. Second that guy gets into crystal meth, when he shows up, it's like, I don't know that guy. So as soon as they get good again, clean up, get your act together, and I'll start claiming the Bears again. You don't support support your your friend in need? No, I don't. At At a certain point, you got stuff to do. I can't worry about it. It's not my problem. But here's what is... Our problem here because we got a little bit of an issue because we got a three-hour show. Yeah, we we got a three-hour show, and it's you know sure it's an issue. Well, I mean, it's an issue because we haven't addressed it at this point, and it's the biggest story going on on this show thus far today. Every Friday, it's a football Friday. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) come on, yeah, come on. It's Friday. It's Friday. Get a bar. Yeah, get a jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting oh, Okay, Sam. Yeah. I'll see you, Sam. It's an interesting Today's Friday. Today's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Today's Friday. Football Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Sam. There he is. Come on, Sam. Today's Friday. Come on, Lee. Today's Friday. Come on, Dan. Come on, Eddie. Yeah. Come on, Eddie. Come on, Eddie. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I don't really have Penn State. to say about this. It's the Big Panthers or the Bears. Big Ten football. Okay, there you go. There you go. Big Ten. There you go. Today's Big Friday. Ten. All right, Sam, that's enough. That's enough of that one. Come on. That's Come on. We got to take them back. We got to take them back. Come on, Sam. Friday night is a football Friday. Yeah. Football Friday. Come on. It's Friday. It's Friday. Hey, Come on. Football Friday. Hey, Friday. It's a football Friday. Hey, Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, 
what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, we've got the very latest controversy in the world of college football. It involves a head coach, and it involves a player, and uh, this one's all sorts of interesting. Uh, here's the backstory on all this, because there's a lot here. Attorneys for Ole Miss and head coach Lane Kiffin filed a notion to have a lawsuit against them dismissed. The lawsuit was filed in September by former Ole Miss defensive tackle DeSanto Rollins, who said he was kicked off the team for missing practices and meetings during a mental health crisis. This from ESPN. The lawsuit alleges that Lane Kiffin intentionally took adverse action against Rollins on account of race for requesting to take a mental health break but not taking adverse action against white student athletes. It also alleges sexual discrimination on the basis that Ole Miss has not taken adverse action against female student athletes for requesting and taking a mental health break. And furthermore... There's some audio of the interaction between Lane Kiffin and DeSanto Rollins. This via front office sports. This apparently took took place back in February or March. If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. What what world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. 
And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the foot. It's called hiding behind and not showing up at work. All right. So that is the uh, the back and forth there. So now, of course, um, you know, we've got mental health involved. We've got a $40 million lawsuit involved. We've got Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss filing for it to be dismissed. A uh, lot of stuff happening there with that back and forth between Lane Kiffin and DeSanto Rollins. Yeah, I think you what you're, you're getting yeah, is – I think you're getting a peek behind the closed doors of just the difficulties um, – for players who are dealing with mental health issues and, and also I guess you'd say the coaches that are having to deal with it too. It's a very complicated situation because in some instances you have people who are battling stuff, which only they truly know what they're dealing with. But on the other side of things, there's procedural things that you're asked to do as a student athlete and there's healthcare and there's resources that are provided for you to help you through these things. And I think the tough thing is for young people is if you were supposed to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and if you're battling with something and you have these resources or you have these things to get some help, but you don't take advantage of it or you don't follow up or you don't communicate, it becomes hard then for, I think, people to sit there and say, like, well, what's going on? Um, you know, and that's why I think it's like we're gonna. So many people are gonna be quick to judge and quick to rush to make a decision on how they feel about Lane Kiffin in this instance, or what should happen with Desanto Rollins. I mean, look, it's a three-star recruit who's been there now for what I think a couple of years, if I'm not mistaken, or a few years. Um, a, a defensive lineman who I think's played three games in his career since he got there in 2020, and. You know, I don't know what he's what he's battling with. You know, again, only he kind of knows that. But clearly, it sounds like from the audio, which we don't even know if it's edited. Like one thing I could tell you is, you know, depending on the audio that was released, like we don't know if that's permitted. You know, in this lawsuit, if that's a part of that that discovery process, if it's been edited in any way, we don't know if there's any more to the conversation. And so, I, I would just caution people when you hear this sort of thing not to rush the judgment of anyone involved because we we don't know. Uh, but I'm curious about more of just, you know, what what things did he not take advantage of that it seemed like Lane Kiffin was talking about? I mean, if a guy's battling something, but as a head coach, you don't see him for three, four weeks. And, yeah, you might know of it, but he never returns. Like, you're, he's asking if you're okay. He's asking if you're okay. You don't have the, you know, you don't want to meet with him. You don't want to text him back. You don't want to call him back. You're putting the coach in a really, really tough spot. He's trying to prepare for season win football games, take care of 84 other scholarship guys, 100 other guys. And you're not even, you know, regardless of what you're dealing with, you don't have the decency to at least text him back, communicate back, go meet with him. The guy that you committed to and decided to go play for. So I, I just think there's a, there's a lot to these stories that we kind of get quick to rush the judgment and take one side. But I hope people are, are patient for more of like facts to come out because it sounds like when something like this gets put out to the media – that it's something that's more built towards helping to get a settlement to make something like this go away. Yeah, I had a couple thoughts on it. Um, my first question was, when did that conversation take place? Was that was that during season or was that out of season? I think it was March. So it was not in season. No. All right. So 
Here, here's here's what I would say. the the first The first thought I had was, you can't go you can't go an extended amount of time, and expect that a, a staff, especially the head coach, it, it, when wanting to understand what's going on with a situation like this, there's going to be two things that take place. You're going to talk to your your staff, like the the doctor or the you know the resident person that handles those type of of situations, and and, and generally you're going to talk to your head trainer. So if it falls outside of the realm of what your head trainer is is able to do, there's someone that they have to talk to in these instances to figure out. What's the proper protocol? So in in that respect, in that regard, I'm wondering how much of the other staff members, because this really does fall outside of a head coach's scope of work, right? A head coach is not supposed to be a psychologist or or someone who handles, you know, someone who says they're they're having mental health issues. Now, with that being said, you're leaving things up to to chance as the player if you do not take the request just because and I and I want people to understand this unless this this man was unless they had to come get him like they had to literally come get him and take him in for for help because of how how severe the mental health issues that he was dealing with were unless that's documented there is absolutely no excuse to not go meet with your head coach. In fact, in fact, I would I would say if you are having mental health issues, you go see your coach, even if it's your position coach. So I wonder where that that information lies. Did is there any information of him going to talk with his his assistant, like his position coach? Was there any type of communication in regards to what he was going through and how he could be assisted. Because to me, it doesn't make sense to say, well, I had mental health, so I went, I went missing for three to four weeks. If, if you've gone missing for a week as a scholarship player, a week, there's going to, you have to, that's going to be addressed. That's not like, oh, we got the three weeks. And, well, where is he at? It's being it's being looked at and it's it's being addressed long before two to three weeks go by. Like, so with all that space in between, what was the communication? What was the line well, of communication before you get to the conversation of the audio that was released? So that would be my biggest question. So the conversation they had, which led to this, is that in late February, Kiffin told Rollins that he was going to move him to defensive, move from defensive tackle to the scout team's offensive line because he wouldn't transfer. And then, you know, they had a back and forth and then Rollins just disappeared. So he left for three weeks, three, three and a half weeks. The football staff tried to get a hold of him throughout that time, several times to meet with Lane Kiffin and discuss everything further. And he just no showed. He wouldn't respond. He wouldn't answer. That's a courtesy for him to even have had that conversation with Lane Kiffin. That's a courtesy because and and that Lane Kiffin does not owe that kid a a meeting after it being handled that way. He doesn't even owe him a a meeting handling it. If if what you're saying is 100 percent accurate, he doesn't even owe that kid a meeting. 
and you could just move on. And, and part, you just move on from a kid like that. Part, and part of the conversation they had, and apparently this is also recorded as well, too, is that Lane Kiffin told him, listen, when I was trying to meet with you, it wasn't to talk about your position or making you change positions. Like he, he, Lane Kiffin was telling him, like, I was trying to talk to you about what's going on. Like, where's your head at? Where's everything at? And the guy just kind of ghosted him, like didn't didn't respond. So for me, I just look at it and go, the courtesy aspect, like there's hard conversations that happen with your boss, your your parent, coaches, et cetera. And I understand like mental health is a real thing. It should be taken seriously. Everybody knows that. Everybody's dealing with something and you can't just dismiss it just on the grounds of, well, no, I, I need you to be here at this time. But at the same time, if somebody is trying to get through to you and there's an obligation there, you gotta like you gotta meet me halfway. Like I, I can't just understand what you're going through if I can't even get you on the phone or have a conversation about it. And that's where you lose me with the whole forty million dollars because you you weren't sensitive enough to my emotions. I think the other thing people have to to understand and realize is, and, I, and Lavar, you might know this. This is might be this is probably different than when we were in school. You know, when you committed and signed to go to a school, like you were there, like your commitment was for four years, at least of your eligibility. Now it's changed where it's like a one year and every year it's like a renewal of that agreement to go there. Mm -hmm. And within that agreement, you know, you have certain things you have to abide by as a student athlete if you want to continue to honor your scholarship and be provided the resources that you're provided at that university. And that's why I think in, in the clip you can hear a little bit of it, but Lane Kiffin tells him, go back and read it. Like, it, it, it obviously, things have evolved to the point now where it does factor in mental health, those sorts of issues, and, and physical health issues. And it, it doesn't negate a player from not abiding by those responsibilities or what his duties are within that agreement. That's correct. I mean, it, it, so, so that's where, to LeVar's point, like, that should probably be the first person you go talk to. I mean, a lot of these young men look at a head coach as a father figure, and it's going to come off as, man, that's that's really tough or really critical of a guy, you know, or a coach saying that to a player going through a tough time. But you also probably don't understand the background of all this with Jonas just laid out. When there's prior discussions about position changes, there's other things that factor into it, and he's asking about the well-being of this kid. And if, if all that stuff's recorded and hopefully it, it comes out in discovery, it can provide greater greater clarity to the situation. But – Either way, then when you, you follow it up with a $40 million you know lawsuit, you're going, okay. It, it makes you so much more skeptical about it because, you know, A, you can see why, like, Lane Kiffin was trying to give him an opportunity to play just on a different side of the ball. Otherwise, maybe he's not going to Ole Miss anymore. Maybe he's going to a smaller school to play. He's got the transfer portal, those things he can utilize. And, and if he's just then kind of trying to use it because he feels like, you know, the, the coach coached him hard and had some things to say to him. That happens probably in a lot of teams across the country. You know, he's, he's not the first on player. Every team. Yeah. It happens so, on every like, team. You're going to have disappointments with players on every team. That's just what it is. That's part of competition. That's part of playing a sport is understanding that sometimes it doesn't work out exactly the way that you would like it to work out. Look at Jason Cabinda. Like, he was a linebacker at Penn State and a hell of a linebacker at Penn State. Goes to the pros, goes to the pros as a linebacker. But you know what? To make it onto the roster, he was moved to fullback. 
He is now a fullback in the National Football League and has been able to do it for a couple years now. Sometimes a coach will will see something and they're going to make a decision off of what they see. Now, why, why he put him on scout team or was going to put, place him on scout team on the, on the opposite side of the ball of what he was there for to do, that's immaterial. If the team was needing him as a scout team player and a scout team player as an offensive line, then you know what you should do? You should do it. I'm going to ask for clarity while I'm doing it. I'm not going to not do anything at all and say, well, I didn't do it. I'm not doing anything at all. You, you're, you're not playing me. Um, I'm being moved to scout team and being moved to scout team on the offensive side of the ball. Who knows? That might You might have ended up being a much better player being an offensive lineman than being a defensive lineman, and that might have been what salvaged and, and prolonged your career. Now, if you're going through mental health issues because of that, if you're going through mental health issues because of that, then he had better have some really, really good documentation of having those conversations and going through the exercises, the proper, not your own, the proper protocols and exercises of what you do when you're having that type of issue. And that would have still meant doing it through the team. And they would have briefed Lane Kiffin on what was going on. It sounds like to me, Lane didn't know what was going on and wanted to have a conversation with the kid about what was going on. If you have mental health issues, you got to get your mental health issues addressed. You don't go go disappear. You want to get them addressed. And you have to get them addressed. What are you doing about your classes? What are you doing on your, your daily living? All those things have to be addressed. So it doesn't make it doesn't add up to me where you say, oh, I, I, it's justified to say I was treated. I was mistreated based upon race. I was mistreated based upon my gender. When you weren't cooperating, it sounds just like a classic situation of you're pouting and you're not cooperating. And even if you're pouting, you still cooperate. It just sounds like it, it wasn't the young man, unfortunately for him, did not handle the situation the right way. He did not go through the proper proper channels in terms of how he handled it in order for him to be looked at in a way where what he's saying is it's it's valid. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be there's a lot happening these days 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you guys see, and we, yeah, we have to talk about this, there's a walk of shame doorbell door cam video of bill belichick somewhere in nantucket did, did you see this this video no. that's out where I mean, Bel- he is single now from <laughs> from all indications so, just put it under so there's a video that surfaced where belichick's not wearing or somebody that looks a lot like belichick is not wearing a shirt as they stumble out of somebody's door and it's caught on the ring camera or the doorbell camera that is there it looks oh, wow. just like him. All right. Gun to my head. That's Bill Belichick. And I'm just wondering, hey, how's this get out? But, Bill Belichick needs loving, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, tough hello. Season. If you're single and you're as successful as Bill Belichick is, what's, I mean, what fun is it to have success if you can't reap the benefits I of agree. being a successful person? I agree. I think. <laughs> I kind of love the fact too that like, you know, he he's shirtless walking out like it just, it's kind of amazing, um, if it is indeed him, only because he's so buttoned up in so many other facets and ways like the game of football. But it's like, yeah, but he'll stu- still pull a walk of shame like anyone else, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I hope I, it's true. I love, I love humanity. You know, it's just people are great. We're all the same. <laughs> people are honestly. At the yeah. end of the day, we're all the same. Hey, let me tell you something. I hope it's true. It is. I, that's I him. just saw it. It looks like him. Yeah. It lo- Plus the him, build yeah. and like the chest. Like you're like okay. Yeah, just... What is that supposed to mean? Like you got the build barrel chest. Yeah. Like how do <laughs> you know. how do you know how do you know all of these these details well, of you it see being Bill him, through a sweatshirt and you're like okay it kind of looks like him it looks like him. Is there sound on that? Oh, the door now not. <laughs> I mean, look. Is it that hard to think that whoever it was probably sent it to someone else, who then sent it to someone else off their ring door cam, right? Yeah. It, I mean, unless someone like, like randomly hacked into it, knowing that Bill Belichick might be there, like that seems a little odd. I mean, well, yeah, or I, Bill Belichick is old enough where somebody like maybe he was dealing with somebody who you know has other people in the house. They might be upset or, oh, or bragging about it. Oh, or, it could roommates. be a couple of different yeah. things as to the reason why that was leaked out. Are you? you know? Are you think this is like a a younger like? Okay. I just I think that... it could be a parent. It could be a parent, True. right? So it could be a kid like, "Hey, Bill Belichick just left my crib. Look at this." Or it could be <laughs> yeah, a Bill husband. Bill Belichick was drinking my orange juice this morning. Right, right. It could be an ex-husband. You know, a, f- a current husband it, could be you're... a boyfriend, a current boyfriend. Like anybody that would release that, like what? you're either bragging or you're or you're upset and you're what you're if... charged up that Bill Belichick was, what if he's... was stepping in your cookie jar. 
Right. Well, what was if he's just trying to be more relatable to Robert Kraft? Oh, great call. Well, I don't think that would even be more relatable well, because at least he was at a residence. Well, and and all, well, <laughs> and also, and also, there's no there's no neon lights on the outside of the right. building. There, yeah, like, there's no red lights. Well, hold it's on, we don't know that. We're open. We don't. We don't know that. And here's the other I mean, thing. All we saw was the perspective from the door. And, we don't know that. And here's the other thing. Hey, so you said that they had a, a ring on, on uh, Orchids of Asia? Jeez. Saying. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I'm just saying. Here's the other thing that must be pointed out. If Belichick was in so much of a hurry that he didn't even bother to get his shirt, that ought to tell you he was not impressed with whatever he went home with. Nah, see, I take the exact nah, opposite. Nah, nah. I take the exact opposite. If he came out with his shirt off, that man felt like the man. Nah, nah. He woke up he next. He felt strong. Nah, nah. He felt good. It was a good time. I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm I think comfortable. He, Taking it one day. He, he woke up next to a gargoyle and was like, "I got to get out of here." And I don't care about the shirt. No. You take, you keep my Tommy Bahama I, boat shirt. I'm out of here. That's what I, I don't know. I, I, I think he might have left it. He might have left it as a su- souvenir, like whatever happened the night before. She <laughs> wanted to wear the t-shirt or whatever to sleep in. That's and what I think I'm that's saying. how it probably. I bet that's you they was playing. It was out more of a souvenir calling. type thing. How do you guys Hell know? Yes. How do you guys know he wasn't just like going around the corner to like a hot tub or something? You know, he was just you know getting into his 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 bathing suit. You wear jeans How do you know he a hot tub? Leaving the hot tub. I, can, you can't see the bottom of his pants. He's, he's wearing jeans, bro. Oh, okay. You can see it. I think he's, see he's it. got a he's got a pair of Jordash jeans and Sperry topsiders. <laughs> <and Sam's got laughs> Sam's got him going to the hot tub. <laughs> maybe he's wearing jorts. I mean, hey, Sam, to yeah. your point, maybe he had just gotten out of the hot yeah, tub yeah, yeah. and put his jeans on and rolled out. He still looked like, banged up, too. The shirt. He still looked banged up, too, so he didn't get a lot of sleep. Like, he looked like uh, like if you would have coughed in your face, you would have gotten pulled over DUI. Can I like, give you a news flash? When you have walks of shame, there's not really much sleep that's involved with having a walk of shame because for what it's worth, if you were going to just sleep, you could go home. Just just so we're clear, walk of shames are based off of you not sleeping. Well, and some other things. I get that. Are you saying this from experience, LeVar? Is yeah. that what you're Hell yes. You're damn right I'm saying it from experience. I'm not gonna have no walk of shame and 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 do that. Because I was sleep all night. Like, are you kidding me? I go, I could go back home for sleep. If I'm walking out with my chest hairs and Hold my taco second, meat though. out, I'm walking out with with the pride of 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 who I am. Like, look at my chest. That's right. Take it in. I, I'm gonna make this walk of shame I, taste real good like- in your face. He's yeah. bare chested and banging right. his chest. I feel chest. like walk of shames. Are they're all built different, yeah. right? Like if you're in Nantucket, is there really a walk of shame in Nantucket? It's no. like a super super nice area. You know, what I'm it's saying? a like, flex. Like you it's could be flex. in other areas where you're like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a flex, bro. I'm just telling you, it's a flex. That walk of shame came from that. That definition came from certain places and certain areas and i don't think bill belichick is connected and to that now, now you... if i was walking out of orchids of asia at a certain hour and it was light outside but it was dark outside when i went in there that's a walk of shame 
100%. And you got to try to make it to where you're getting to, hopefully unscathed by anyone's, you know, gazing eyes. But if I'm just leaving a spot in Nantucket and I, I got it in the night before, I had a whole bunch of laughs. Somebody was twerking, you know what I mean? And and it led to one thing led to another, and I'm a single uh. dude, man. Don't don't play with me. I'm not walking to shame. I'm gonna have my taco meat out, walking with my chest out, my head up high, my shoulders pulled back, like I'm still the man. I'm old, but I still got some I still got some wiggle and jiggle in me. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.